It's a brand new year. Welcome to episode 116 of the Happiness Playbook. I'm Larie Florence, and I'll be your host as we dive deep into how to up your happiness game in the year 2023. 2023 doesn't have quite the ring as 2022, but it's still a brand new year. A time to review the past and look forward to the possibilities that await on this fresh, clean slate of possibilities. For some, it's a time to make resolutions and set goals for the future. In last week's episode, we covered some ideas on how to shift your routine to improve your overall well-being and happiness. So if you missed episode 115, you'll definitely want to go back and give it a listen. We shared practices that research has shown to improve your overall well-being and can even increase your lifespan by years. In this episode, I'm sharing some ideas that are sure to help you make your dreams for the new year a reality, starting right now. But before we get to that, let's check in with our Team Happiness Huddle. How did you do on last week's Play of the Week? How did you do with the acronym NEW START? Which of the eight principles that we talked about did you choose to work on for this year? Were you able to take a few minutes to evaluate which of the principles you could better implement in your life starting right away? Were you able to make a plan on how you could shift your current routine to embrace those in natural ways? If you did, I'd love to hear about it. Let me know in a direct message on the Happiness Playbook Instagram page or comment at playtheory.org. Hearing how you're applying these life-changing principles really makes my day. Okay, I haven't done a highlight reel for a bit, so it's time, and today I have a treat. One of our listeners named Ethan sent me a direct message on Instagram about an experience that he had while he was applying one of the Play Theory principles at his job. I'm going to see if I can record or share what Ethan sent me. My name's Ethan, and just last week, I had such an awesome opportunity to look outward at work. So I was working at Chick-fil-A, and at Chick-fil-A, it's much cheaper to order your items in a meal, otherwise than putting them separately. And I was taking one person to order, and I was rearranging all their items in the meals for them to so be cheaper. And when they asked why it was taking so much longer than it normally would take, they could take an order, I told them it was because I was putting all their items in the meal. And when they heard this, they were really touched and they were really thankful. And I think it's a great example of how looking outward can affect those around us and how we can make other people's day from doing such simple, small things like that. Thank you for sharing that, Ethan. I really, really appreciate you not only taking the time to record that experience you had and look outward and share that with me, the idea that you were practicing play theory at such a level that you did that without really thinking about it or just thinking, how can I make somebody else's day better? And when you have that habit of looking outward so ingrained, you're going to have opportunities to do that in so many ways throughout your day. And I'm just so grateful that, that Ethan, once again, looked outward at so many levels. So if you're doing that and you want to share those examples of how you're using and applying these principles in your day-to-day life, I would love to use more of those in the podcast and share those with our audience. So I also want to give a big thank you to everyone who's been able to leave a review on iTunes. 
and every, anyone who's clicked on that five-star rating. If you haven't yet and you're listening on an app on your phone, it's super easy to find that option. Just click on the Happiness Playbook icon in your podcast app and then scroll down past the listed episodes. At first it will look like it's just episodes, but you'll have to scroll down until you see ratings and reviews. Then you can click on the five stars in a nanosecond. Now, subtle guilt trip disclaimer coming. And uh, if you can click on that, it'll take you way less time, probably a billionth less time than it takes me to actually make one of these podcasts. So I would really appreciate it if you find value in anything that you're listening to here. And if you have an extra minute or two, then you can click on a prompt that you'll see that says write a review and start typing. And then when you're done, saying something wonderful, hopefully, then hit send and that's all there is to it. So thank you so much for taking the time to do this. And especially thank you to those who have shared the podcast with your friends. It really helps us get the word out that happiness is indeed a practice. All right, let's get into it. How do we make our dreams come true? What if I said that's a trick question? You see, our dreams already are coming true. We're constantly bringing what we're dreaming about, or in other words, focusing on and desiring into reality. When I want to binge the next K-drama on Netflix more than I want to write curriculum or edit a script, that's my current dream. And guess what? That's how that's the dream that I make come true or bring into reality. Of course, it gets complicated when we have lots of dreams and even conflicting dreams. Like, I want to be strong. I want to avoid doing push-ups. I want a life free of inflammation and poor health. But I also want Ben and Jerry's Chunky Monkey. See what I mean? I could go on and on. I want a clean house. I want to lay her on the couch for another hour. I want financial independence. I want that Gucci handbag. So the real question we need to ask ourselves isn't, how do I make my dreams come true? The real question is, what is my real dream? Or what do I really, really, as in all caps and italicized, want? Another challenge is, if we aren't aware of what our true desires are, for better or worse, they'll have a way of making it into our reality without us even noticing. Let's break it down. Our desires, the things we really, really want, dictate our priorities. And our priorities are what shape the choices we then make. Choices like whether I'm going to work on that script or reach for the TV remote. And our choices will determine what action we're going to take. So the bottom line is our desires, the real foundational desires of our heart, are what will cause us to change for the better or worse. Our desires are at the root of all achievement and are the ultimate contributing factor to what we will eventually become. Disclaimer, there are biological limits 
Like, no matter how much you might want to be a mermaid, that ain't happening. And my desire to stay young has some severe limitations. Like the saying goes, time marches on and no one gets out of here alive. But my desire to stay young can keep me younger than I would otherwise be if I just didn't care. Because I do care, I end up working on my flexibility, following more healthy habits, and I also hang out with a bunch of teenager, or teenagers every week, which probably helps. Enough of the sidetrack. I think you get the idea. The challenge is how to identify and remember those deep down desires that we sometimes trade for a momentary pleasure. A new year is a time when many will take a deeper look at what they want and write them out as goals and hang them up on the fridge for a few weeks until company's coming over and then we don't want them to see our goals, so into the junk drawer they go to be forgotten until 2024. I'm trying something different this year. Instead of writing all my goals out, I made a vision binder. Imagine a vision board, but it's printed out on 8 by 11 pages that I put in a binder. I just search the internet for images that remind me of my deep down true desires. If you aren't familiar with what a vision board is, then go listen to episode 22, where Mandy Mon shares more about the power of this tool. I did a vision binder for 2022 and I loved it. I try to review it in the mornings to remind me of what I want the most. And so far, it's really been helping me make choices that are more congruent with my true long-term desires and dreams. I think identifying your true desires is half the battle. Often, when we're struggling with a goal, it means there's something incongruent with our wants. Doing a little more digging can help us identify what truly motivates us. Here's a tip that can help you unearth those desires buried way down deep beneath the exhaustion, the cravings for ice cream, the endless piles of kid laundry, and the current cultural ethos of apathy and discouragement. Here's the tip. Once a week, grab a blank piece of paper and a few minutes. Go somewhere where you can be alone with your thoughts for at least five minutes. That might be the hardest part. Then take that piece of paper and write anything and everything that's on your mind. There's no judgment, no shooting, no assessing, just brain dumping. You don't even have to read it through when you're done. So don't worry about your penmanship. And when you are done, turn the paper over and write down what you want to be remembered for. Sounds like a simple question, but it will get you thinking, deeply thinking. It's kind of like going to a funeral. While you're sitting there listening to all of the wonderful things the deceased person did, you'll start to wonder, what have I done? And what will people say in my eulogy? This little question, what do people want to remember me for, asked sincerely once a week will serve just as well and spare you having to dress up in something somber. Then after you have your list, every morning look over your answers 
And amazingly, you will feel a power come into your life that draws you in the direction of those desires. It's the ultimate form of looking outward for ourselves. Did you know you can look outward for yourself? Sometimes when I teach the play theory principle, look outward, people think it's the same as putting everyone before ourselves or always sacrificing ourselves for others. It's not that at all. What it means is that we're looking beyond our immediate self-interest towards a greater good. And our well-being ultimately depends on our looking outward towards that future possibility. This exercise of writing down what we want to be remembered for clarifies a vision of our future in a similar way that a vision board does. And having a vision of what we want to become is powerful. It will fuel our desire and increase our power to act enormously. One word of caution. The kind of desires we're talking about here are sincere ones. Superficial, impulsive, or temporary wants don't have the sustaining power to fuel long-term motivation. Here's a nugget to chew on. What we intensely desire over time is what we'll eventually become. I'm personally on a journey to become a better pickleball player. I'm taking lessons, I watch YouTube videos, and I drill regularly. And guess what? Little by little, I'm making my dream come true. Beware, it can also work in a negative way. How often do we hear a news story about a heartbreaking atrocity that happened because someone became obsessed with an outcome or desire without regarding others' safety and well-being? So, like the saying goes, be careful what you wish for. And I'd like to add, be present and figure out what your real wish is. Sometimes if we're thoughtless about the seeds we're planting, some will grow into bad habits that if left unchecked will shape our character in ways we weren't anticipating. And then one day our deep desires may take us by surprise. Another tool we can use to identify what our true dreams are is to be more present with ourselves. Have you ever had the experience where you were doing something or wearing something or eating something and suddenly you realized that it just wasn't you? In the Bible, there's a parable or story about a prodigal son. He was foolish and had made choices that he had come to regret and was reduced to living with pigs. Not just living with them, but eating the food that the pigs would eat. Truly tragic. And this young man was miserable, but he was too afraid or prideful to go back home to his family and ask for help. Then one day, in the midst of all the suffering, the Bible said that he just came to himself and decided to go home. I think that this prodigal son had to become fully present with himself and his true desires. He had to get to a place where he was currently at and not dwell on what had happened in the past or worry about what might happen in the future. And only then 
was he able to recognize what his true desires were. And the happy ending is that he was welcomed by his family and received in love despite his earlier fears. So which dreams are you going to make a reality in 2023? I'm going to work harder at getting play theory out into the world so more people can have a happiness practice. Our world needs it. If you know of someone who's struggling, scratch that. We all know someone who's struggling. Please share this podcast with them and invite them to start a happiness practice with you. Here at the Happiness Playbook, we're happy to support you in your effort to find peace and cultivate happiness. Okay, for our play of the week, I want you to be more present with your desires. The next time you reach for the remote instead of your homework or the draft of your novel, take a deep breath, calm your mind, and then look outward towards what your real deep down desires are and ask yourself, is this what I truly want? Honestly, sometimes the answer will be yes. Sometimes we just need a break or the desire for that creamy banana flavored chunky monkey is too much in the moment. When that happens, accept it as a current need and then let go and ask what you can learn and move forward, better armed to take on the next battle of desires. I wish you well in your journey of discovery. I can't sign off without reminding you also to try the writing page exercise. If you want results, it's definitely worth the effort. That's it for this episode. Please share the podcast and let me know what you think about it. Next week, we'll be talking about why you must have a happiness practice. Till then, remember, dreams really do come true. So be careful what you wish for.